the extreme bpm airs every tuesday and friday we will get to talk to people that make the music 8 p.m east african time that is about 1 p.m eastern and which is about uh probably midday for central time uh but hey the uk time 6 p.m and uh, this week we are talking to Kathleen Quisenberry. She's in uh, Nashville, and we're going to be talking about also her new single, which is her fifth single, that is uh, Get Loud with me. We're going to get loud with her on the show. So let's welcome, <laughs> to, the show. welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we start, you know, we start off during this time, we start off with uh, Is Everyone Safe? Are you, continue, are you keeping safe? How is it for you? I am. Yeah. So I actually just, I'm from Colorado originally and I just moved to Nashville about a month and a half ago. So it was kind of a weird time to be moving um, during the pandemic and um, coming to Nashville where it's, you know, music city and there's no live music. So it's been a, it's been a weird adjustment, but, um, but yeah, I've been able to stay healthy, um, knock on wood and, and just using this time to songwrite and, and yeah, just quarantining in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, that is safe. That is very key. You having to make sure that you keep inside and not and not go out to attract the virus. Right. Yes. <laughs> very true. So what yeah. about you? <laughs> uh, uh, I've been getting to work, but you know, we the way we are dealing with it is we were lucky a little bit. There was the lockdown kind of shut down all the borders and the airports, so nothing was coming in. Yeah, it seems like things are getting back to normal a little bit more now. Like they've been having a couple more live shows here and I think we're moving into phase three in about two days. So that, that'll be nice to try to get things going again. In your life, you ever, you ever imagine playing at a live show and having people putting on masks? No, yeah, I mean, that will be different. I, at the beginning of this, my band was booked to play and they asked if we could play and sing in the mask. Masks. And we were like, no, we can't do that. Like, I can't sing with the mask on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, people are just, it's, you know, uncharted territory, just trying to figure out how to go about things in the future. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think we are, we, are, we are learning how to live with this. And um, hopefully, uh, if everyone keeps doing what, what everyone is supposed to do, we shall get to the, you know, we shall get to a, a better space later, very, as soon as we can, as soon as possible. So, That's what I hope. Yeah, that's what we hope. So let's start, let's start off with how you got started. How did uh, music get started for you? Because I see at, at around 14, you're already working with uh, people that had worked with Paddy LaBelle and you're working with people that have worked with Celine Dion, Madonna, among other guys. You, work, you worked with someone who has, I think, two Grammys and yes. multiple records that are, uh, are platinum, over 100 of them. How did you get in studio with Robert? Yeah, so Robert is still a really good family friend of mine, but um, I actually met him um, through a family friend and um, Paula Abdul. She was a judge on American Idol. Um, and I actually was on... Huh? No, I just say name drop. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, and so I auditioned for American Idol when I was 15 years old. And so um, that's how I... Uh, met her and then she became a good family friend of ours and um, that's how I kind of met Robert Cotterella and got in the studio with him um, produced uh, four, four song singles with him and um, now we, we write music together so it's been a really long relationship um, and he's great he's so much fun to work with how did you get to American Idol um, you know 
Yeah, so um, I saw a commercial and they were advertising that they were going to be in Colorado uh, for auditions and I wasn't going to do it. But then my family um, and my dad, my like dad and mom, they were like, you like just it's like down the street. The auditions are so close. Why wouldn't you do it? And so I was like, OK, I will. But I was really nervous because I was 15 years old and um, it was the first year they had made it so that you could be 15 instead of 16 to audition. And so I just felt so young compared to everyone. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've never performed for like this many people before. Um, but I ended up getting a golden ticket on American Idol, which was really awesome. I went to Hollywood for a couple of weeks. Um, so it was a great experience and it really broke me out of my shell and um, kind of gave me my foundation to start performing in front of people and go on as my music career. And and then also, did, when you were starting out, did you really want to do music only, or there there were other interests that you were, that you had? And then you know, music later on, you know, overtook over that, overtook all that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was. I mean, music's always been a part of my life. Um, I mean, I grew up going to church. Um, I was raised Southern Baptist, and so my my grandfather's Southern Baptist minister, and so I grew up. Um, hearing him sing and so it's always been a part of my life and I was in the choirs growing up and in college I was a vocal performance um, uh, student I had a I graduated with an emphasis so I was classically trained so it's always a part of my life but I um, about uh, two years ago I was actually studying to go to law school and so I was studying for the LSAT and going to be an entertainment lawyer so I still was going to be in the entertainment business, but I thought, well, this is, I want to like actually make some money. So I was going to go to law school and be a lawyer. And then I started missing having music in my life. And so I posted a couple videos singing on my Instagram and it flagged the attention of this producer in Nashville, Tennessee. And he invited me to come down to Nashville. Um, I had never been to Nashville at that point. Um, and he said, I'll get you with musicians, songwriters, get you in the studio. We really want to feature you as a breakout artist. Um, they're called Off the Row Studio. And they wanted me to be their breakout artist. They'd help me kind of like start my career. And so I decided to do that in October. And I put out my first single this February. And so my life just kind of took a directional change. And I thought, you know, I can always go to law school, but let me chase the dream a little bit and see what happens if I just go for having a country music career. And so here I am. <laughs> so you had to throw litigation in the, back, in the background and have to, now you started doing music instead. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, doing music sounds a lot more fun than being a lawyer. <laughs> You might be right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. It's a, you know, so you, your first single was released this year. It was, yes, this February. Oh, no. How did this feel that your first single is released February and then the, uh, and then the pandemic hit towards the third week of March? That's when it became more severe and a lot of countries were shutting down. And now you have no chance to perform that song in front of a crowd. How did that feel for you? Did you feel yeah. like you should go back to litigation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it's like, it's the timing of me starting a, a country music career was very interesting. Um, and at first, I mean, I, I'm still, you know, it, it, it's a hard thing because, you know, I was really sad, saddened by it. And I had a really awesome music video scheduled that I didn't, wasn't able to do because of the pandemic. Um, but I'm trying to like stay positive about it. And the one good thing about it is that, 
it kind of gives new artists time to really hone in on their craft and also just songwrite. Um, and a lot of the amazing musicians here right now aren't touring. Uh, like my guitarist, he plays for Easton Corbin, and usually he, would, he wouldn't be here and he'd be touring around, but he contacted me and he's like, well, I'm in Nashville just hanging out. Like, do you want me to be your guitarist? There's like pros and cons to it. Um, but yeah, I hope, I hope that people start touring again soon. Ah, uh, yeah. I hope so. I hope so, yeah. And uh, what yeah. did, uh, all right, did you feel like during this time, you know, when you had, you know, you had a single out, but you couldn't perform it, you couldn't do the video, you had uh, scheduled, uh, did you think this gave you time to work more on your skills? Yes, definitely. And, you know, I mean, that's, those are the good things about the internet and social media. You're still able to connect with your fans. Um, I did a lot of live concerts um, just over Instagram and Facebook, and that was really fun. Um, so just, you know, just being creative and trying to just work around it in, in a different way. Um, and really, like, I, you know, I've been staying really busy with releasing a song about every month and a half. So that, that part of it has been great. You haven't gone out to perform the songs. Uh, so is the feedback solely based on what you get on social media and uh, a few of the people that have listened to the music? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've performed them live, like live streaming. That's yeah. the only type of, yeah, really live thing I've done. I'm actually, though, um, as things start to get up and going next week, I have a gig on October 8th. So I'm super excited about that. It'll be the first time I get to play live in a couple of months. Um, so that'll be great to do. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, um, just through social media, and then I can see, you know, the number of streams or just people comment to me. I try to get back to everyone and just get my feedback that way. It's, it's a different world right now. Now the, the question is, will you have a mask on while you're performing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could do that. That might be a little hard. <laughs> I think I just social distance on the stage. <laughs> yeah. I think that will work. The social, the social distancing that might work. Yeah. That would be better. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I know you have the other side of getting into commercials and uh, uh, doing TV, mm -hmm. doing a little bit some work on TV. We shall talk about that uh, later on. But I would like to, you know, when you started doing country music, you don't like to uh, to have yourself within a genre of music. You like being diverse. How do you think you're going to make sure you attain that? Um, yeah. So, well... I mean, I, I'm a country singer and the, the four songs that I've put out um, have been very like traditional based, but this last one that I released on Friday is definitely a blend and a mix of kind of like this pop and EDM and country. And um, I kind of like that. Like I like experimenting within different genres and as a new artist, I think it's okay to do that. Just kind of, you know, see, see what my fans like. Do they like me to sing more like, you know, um, folky stuff with like a bluegrass tinge or do they like it more like pop country um and so it's really fun just like getting the feedback and, and still being able to be so creative within within the um genre oh yeah and uh, what 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 feedback have you been getting because this was released this week and uh that is uh, get loud at me get loud me with me sorry uh what has been the feedback because you're giving them something different from what you've done on the previous four singles very different. Yeah. So I released it yesterday. Um, so I've just been trying to like, you know, get a feel for 
um, if people like it or not. And it's been awesome on social media because they've been sharing my music. Um, I've been, you know, the last day has been really fun for me because I've just been reposting everything that's been coming in. And um, the write-ups, a couple reviews have come out and have I've been getting really positive feedback on it. Um, so I'm really excited. And I have a music video for it coming out in about two weeks. And the music video is really awesome. I just filmed it um, on Monday. And it, it's uh, with two of my friends. We went to Pepperdine together um, in college. And so they're out in LA and they're producers out in LA. And they brought like the most beautiful camera equipment I've ever seen. It's probably very expensive. And, um, and they came with a really cool storyboard. And, and I'm just really excited about it. And, you know, with, an, with artists, this is like new territory for them, especially the artists of, of let's say, we will say for this, the last many decades, because uh, the last time we had an incident like a pandemic, that was the around, I think, up, uh, the 19th century, around there, 1917, I think 1917, around there, that's when we had the, the flu. But this time around, this has taken over the whole world. And, uh, yes, you know, artists usually get feedback when they are in in contact with the people that receive the music that's how you, when you feel the energy coming from the people as you're performing that's how you know you have something most of the time oh yeah i know so how i i would want i would want to know like how are you for example you as an artist how are you learning to adapt to receiving feedback in form of a comment on social media and in form of a yeah. write-up on a blog and in form of uh uh, how many people will repost your song? Yeah, it, it, it's just different, you know, because usually when you perform live, you can kind of see like, oh, are people engaging? Oh, are they singing the lyrics back to me? Um, and I really haven't been able to experience that with, you know, everything that's going on. Um, so hopefully by next week, I'll, I'll perform some, I'll perform Get Loud With Me and get to see for the first time what, how people react to me in person. Um, but yeah, other, but I mean, I'm just trying to adapt to it and just, you know, take constructive criticism or the really nice comments that I get um, on social media or the reposts, or there's a lot of like blogs out there who will do write-ups on your song and kind of give you feedback and see what they think. And so that's how I've been going about it, um, during this time. Yeah. It's very uncharted water, man, that artists are getting in, you know, you only have to rely on social media now to just make sure you, you do <laughs> yeah. it's it's so different yeah you, i mean the music industry itself has changed so much with social media um just within the last couple of years and so yeah it's just you just have to keep evolving and go with the flow keep keep producing music and uh, doing your craft yeah and uh, tell me about you know uh, the work you did with commercials, and then I see you did some work with uh, ABC's Blackish. What did you do on that show? I, I have friends that like that show. Uh, okay. Full disclosure: I haven't watched the show. Oh, you would like it. It's 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 very funny. It's a, it's a comedy for sure. Um, but yeah, so I was on the show Blackish, and I actually I was a co-star on it. So I got to I played the main girl Zoe. I played her best friend at school. Um, and so I was, I think I was 19 at the time and I played like a 15 year old. So I like took off all my makeup, put my hair in like pigtails and like made me look a lot younger, um, which was funny, but it was really fun. I got my own makeup and hair person. I got my own trailer with my name on it. Um, so it was really, really fun. 
And then, yeah, I kind of grew up acting. That's part of the reason why I went to college out in California is to be able to keep pursuing my acting career while I was in school. But the first thing I ever did was a national Kellogg's Frosted Flakes commercial. And I was playing tennis with Tony the Tiger um, and singing the theme song, uh, which the theme song's the everywhere we go, people want to know. You've you probably heard it before. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. 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 So, so that was my first thing I ever did. And I, that was a national commercial. So I was able to get my SAG card um, through that. And then I also did a Doritos commercial uh, for the Super Bowl, which was really fun. I kind of played this, this guy's girlfriend and the little brother didn't like me. And so he turned me into a bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah but but the good thing is it's for the it's, it's for the super bowl you can turn into anything on the super bowl come on you, yeah you know i mean those commercials are crazy to begin with they're always so much fun to watch <laughs> yeah. they're always crazy and a lot of people a lot of put in a lot to make sure that you know if, if it is presented at the super bowl much as it's it's very even expensive to have it on there it has to be you know, there's some thought put in there and, you know, it's, part, it's, yeah. it's, great, it's great that you are part of that also. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and that you, do you see yourself getting back? You know, you've done, you've done, you've been on a successful show. So do you think you would, you'd see, you would see yourself doing more acting or is it be going to be the more of the music now? Yeah. I mean, so that was a decision I kind of had a hard time making. I almost stayed out in, in California after I graduated college and I was just going to pursue acting full time. But um, I mean, music has always been like my true passion, like something that doesn't really feel like work to me. And so if I had to choose between the two, I, I would definitely do singing. But I mean, there's a lot of crossover work you can do, you know, like, I mean, Reba McIntyre, she had her own TV show. So maybe when you make it big in one area, you can then have your own TV show, which would be really fun. But I, I still do um, some modeling on the side. So I, I and with a modeling agency and so in my free time um between music i uh, if i get booked for a gig that's what i'll do the latest thing i just did was for this magnetic company and so they wanted all these pictures on their website um so that's the last thing i did and then like clothing stores too um so anything like that any online websites or books that's kind of the type of thing I do. But here, I mean, there's so much, there's so many opportunities to work with other artists in their music videos. You can get hired for that. There's a lot of different opportunities that are super fun. You release a song every month and a half? Exactly. Yeah. So I originally was going to put out an EP and put out like six songs at once. And then people advised that now this, in this day and age, it's better to release your music as singles. Um, I mean, you don't have to, but like, that's just kind of the way it, it's going about now. And um, so that's what I decided to do instead of releasing them all at once, um, which I think is fun because then, you know, I can take my time with each song. I can do a music video. People really get to enjoy that song before the next one comes out. And I, yeah, it, it seems to be working right now. So for right now, that's, that's the plan is to just keep putting singles out. How, how long are you, are you planning to do this? So which means you released a song uh, that is Friday, the, the 25th. So, which means in the next yeah. one month and a half, you're releasing another song. Probably, I we'll we'll see. Um, I I have a couple songs, but I uh, they're they're I I want to get some of my friends who are musicians on them, and so there's more of a mixing process that needs to happen on them, and uh, I want to take my time with them. But it'll probably be about maybe two months when I release the next one. Yeah, because you're doing a video, you're going big on this one. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I need a little a little bit of a uh, some time to put out that video and get everything all my ducks line in order. <laughs> that's 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 the other thing, you know. How can people find you on social and or on, on socials and all that, and how can they stream your music? Yeah, so I'm on every streaming platform: Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, um, and my social media is Caitlin Quisenberry Music. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram, TikTok. And then my website is CaitlinQuisenberryMusic.com. There you will get everything. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I have some new merch coming out soon. I have this, this uh, hoodie coming out and I have a baseball hat out right now. So go check it out. <laughs> and uh, so uh, get, check out our new single. When is the video coming out? Do you have a date? I don't have an exact date, but you can probably expect it within two weeks. All right, so get on socials, guys. Follow on so on social media. Once again, uh, Get Loud With Me is the new single, and that was, that's what we're going to premiere today on the show. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Kathleen, coming on the show. And uh, it's been great. It's been great having this conversation with you. Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, guys... So guys, check her out and uh, the, new sing- the new single that is uh, Get Loud With Me. Get Loud With Her as you stream this song, okay? That's it. Make whatever it is. TikTok videos, uh, Instagram videos. and uh, Thank you so much for coming on the show. That's the Extreme BBM 